Welcome to another episode of A Wild Conversation with Manita Prasad, zoologist at the Greater Vancouver Zoo. And I'm so pumped because this is another round of animal facts. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do 25 animal facts this time. Okay, so what's yeah. half of 25? Uh, well. Uh, 15 is half of 30, 12 is half of 24, so 12 and a half. 12 and a half. So the last, the last animal fact will... We'll have to be half of one, okay? Okay. <laughs> so we can divide it up equally in between two segments. Yes. Okay. Shall we get started? Let's go. Okay, I'll start here. Number one, an albatross can fly nonstop for a year. Yeah, so the albatross has the largest wingspan of any bird. The great albatross wingspan reaches almost 12 feet. And it's because of these large wings uh, that allow the albatross to glide for months on ocean winds without landing and will even sleep while flying. Autopilot. What about eating? Well, they eat out of the ocean. So they'll swoop down, grab what they need, and off they go. So where does the the expression an albatross around your neck come from? Because that's like something that weights you down. That's, you know, would that because... I've never heard that. Neither have I. <laughs> You've never heard that. I've never heard that. So let's, yeah, I'm, he's a, he's ineffective because like there there's it's like an albatross around it. Okay. Weird. Is now there I'm, another uh, word or like another thing? Albatross, like maybe, another. Now I'm dead. I'm doubting myself. I'll look this up. <laughs> okay. okay. Wow. What does an albatross look like? Basically, a very large seagull. Okay, and that's what I'm picturing in my head. Uh, you keep going because I'm going to I'm Googling. Oh, you're Googling yeah. it. Okay. Okay, number two. Now, I don't know. Okay, a buffalo do not naturally in NA. North America. North America. Okay. <laughs> yes. So, a lot of times uh, in North America, they refer to bison as buffalo, but bison are not actually true buffalo. Oh. True buffalo are like the Cape buffalo or water buffalo, which occur in India and parts of Africa. So, in North America, we only have bison. Okay. Because I thought they were kind of the same thing, but I mean, when you're picturing a like a water bi- like a water buffalo, it doesn't look anything like a bison or a buffalo. No, that I'm thinking of. Yeah, no, it, it it doesn't. And even if you think of like we have national parks in Canada called Wood Buffalo National Park, but right. it should be Wood Bison National Park. No. Yeah. And what about <laughs> head smashed in buffalo jump? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, it's and bison. Exactly. Bison. bison and, yeah. and it's not bison. It's bison, right? Bison. Yeah. bison. Okay. Okay. Can we just go back to the albatross? Yeah. Did you figure it out? I, yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, it's an annoying burden. That old car is an albatross around my neck. Literally, an albatross is a large seabird. The phrase alludes to Samuel Tainer Coleridge's poem, The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, in which a sailor who shoots a friendly albatross is forced to wear its carcass around his neck as punishment. Okay. Wow. That was deep, I feel like. Yeah. So you, both of you are, you're welcome. Both of you. (laughs) Okay. Number three, bulls are colorblind. Yeah, they are colorblind. So when you think of matadors with their red capes, uh, they give the illusion that it's that red cape that gets the bull all angry. Uh, When it's not, the reason the bulls are charging is because they see the rapid movement and feel threatened by the capes wriggling. They they can't see color whatsoever. It's not the pants? (laughs) (laughs) Or the weird hat? (laughs) I feel duped. I totally thought that bulls, you know, got mad when they saw red. 
so how do you but how do you, how do you know? Like it's not like you can ask a bull, you know. <laughs> what color am I holding up? Yeah. <laughs> but again, it's it, it's science, you know. You when you look at the eye, you look at if there aren't any cones in the retina, and if there aren't any cones or a very low number of cones, then the the color vision is not fantastic. Okay, gotcha. Now, number four surprises me as well. A camel's hump does not hold water. Yeah, that's a common misconception. It's actually fat. It's fat stores. Uh, but the neat thing about camels is they have minimal water loss by sweating, so they're not really sweaty uh, animals, and can go long periods without drinking water. But when they do drink water, they can drink up to 75 liters at one time. Living in the really, desert, you'd need that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And camels have one hump, dromedaries have two? Bactrian camels have two humps, dromedaries have one hump. So just think of the letter. Letter B has two humps, so Bactrian two humps, dromedary is one big hump, and okay. same thing with a dromedary camel. Okay. Okay, dromedary, not dory, dairy. Okay, <laughs> thinking of the fish. Okay. Uh, centipedes. Do not have 100 legs. You're you're shooting down dreams today, Anita. <laughs> <laughs> this is how many do they have? Well, it varies uh, with the species, uh, and it can range from 30 legs to 350 legs. But the number changes throughout its life. But because they always have an odd number of body segments, they always have an odd number of leg pairs. So it's never going to equal 100. Now, how do they find this out? Do like a scientist captures a centipede and then has to count all of its legs under a microscope? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Well, there are some really large uh, centipedes you can clearly see do not have a hundred legs. Okay, centipedes are gross. (laughs) That and earwigs. You know those little earwig bugs that you find like usually on your patio furniture. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, earwigs number 20, so don't let's not get out of Oh, it is? Up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, this is a wild conversation with Manita Prasad from the Greater Vancouver Zoo, and it's more animal facts. We got 25 more of them, and well, we've got 25 of them, and we are into number six now. Chickens can fly. Then why don't they? They do, but they can't fly very far, so only a few feet at a time, so it, it doesn't look very impressive. Um, but the reason is, is that their, their bodies are just too heavy. They can't, they can't flap enough to gain the lift that they need. They're no albatross. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so were chickens always, like, domestic, or were there, like, the wild, wild chickens? Chickle, chickens of wherever, and then we <laughs> domesticated them as a food source? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't really know the history of chicken. Huh. Oh, that's next week. <laughs> but, but there are heritage chicken breeds, so I assume that it would uh, would have naturally occurred. Right. right. Okay. Right. Okay, number seven. Cobras are deaf. So you could basically deaf. sneak up on one. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Um but when you think of snake charmers, snake charmers sitting there playing their flute, right? it's supposed to calm the cobra. But again, that's another misconception because they're tracking the movement of the snake charmers. So they're, they're defensive, they're ready to strike, and they're just following the movement of what could potentially be a threat. Oh. But snakes do actually hear they are just deaf to ambient noises because they lack 
external ears. Mm. So it's mostly through ground vibrations that they do here. Oh, that brings us to number eight, crickets. They hear with their knees. <laughs> First of all, I didn't yeah. know crickets had knees. <laughs> <laughs> so they do actually, um, under their knees of the cricket's front legs, they have little holes that basically function as a sound receiver with four acoustic inputs. And it's only the males that make sounds. And they do this by rubbing their wings together. Yeah. So if we, we think of things like, you know, Jiminy Cricket, he would rub his legs together to make that sound. But uh, that's not how crickets produce sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mind blown by these already. Well, do number nine. Okay. Here's another. Number nine, crocodiles do shed tears. Isn't yeah. there a saying something about yeah. crocodile, crocodile tears? tears? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like when, when you're fake crying, well... Crocodiles do actually cry, but it's not related to emotion. They do this to clean their eyes and to kill germs. Crocodiles are emotionless. Or, uh, emotionless, you know, yeah. yeah. I remember, uh, <laughs> you know Tegan and Sarah? Yes. They wrote this song. I remember the, the radio station I worked at, they were in, and they wrote the, one of the sisters wrote a song, and she mentioned alligator tears. Oh. And her sisters said, uh... <laughs> you, <laughs> you kind of got that wrong. <laughs> but they kept it in anyway. So, okay, uh, number 10 of animal facts. Uh, dragonflies can fly like helicopters, or rather helicopters fly like dragonflies. Yeah, so there is actually a helicopter that was modeled after the movement of dragonflies and looks very similar uh, to, to dragonflies. Yeah. But dragonflies can hover. They can make sudden sharp turns, fly backwards, even roll over while flying. And they fly faster than any other insect and can reach speeds of up to 56 kilometers per hour. Holy smokes. You know, sometimes when you're sitting outside and they kind of hover around you like they're staring at you? Yeah. Can they see you? Oh, I'm... yes. They definitely can. Right. right. Are they just kind of like, you know, sussing things out? Yeah, pretty much. Just... uh Figuring out what you are and if if maybe I should land there or not. Right. Okay. Well, I always feel like they're very like you know intrigued about yeah, uh, a little things. Paranoid there, Jess. <laughs> um, Add one stare me down the other day. <laughs> Our last uh, animal fact before the break: uh, bald eagles are not bald. Of course, they they just have white heads. But mm-hmm. it's only let me. It's only the the adult eagles that have white heads, right? Or is it the Mm-hmm. Younger Correct. ones. Yeah. Okay. On average, it takes about five years for an immature eagle to to attain that uh, white head. But uh, it's actually derived from an old English word, bald, with, so it's spelt with an E on the end, and the meaning is white. Ah. Oh, okay. Son of a gun. Who would have known? Well, we well Manita, obviously, yes, because exactly. she knows everything. <laughs> this is a wild conversation with Manita Prasad from the Greater Vancouver Zoo. Experience the wonders of nature at the Greater Vancouver Zoo. Come explore a beautiful open-air park with over 120 acres. Connect with nature and support local conservation efforts. Get closer at the Greater Vancouver Zoo. Visit gvzoo.com. 